Day Volunteer State. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Falquest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting, and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. The number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, featuring top-tier clean gasoline for peak performance. Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By Farm Bureau Health Plans. When looking for health care coverage, let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through the choices. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee Lacing. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. The Nation is also brought to you by... Super Bowl Sunday, and we welcome you to the nation a little bit earlier than usual as everybody can get nestled in for the big game later today as it's Tom Brady. Another Is another Super Bowl win, AP, for Tom Brady? I'm going to go no, but, right. you know, privately, I, I think that's a neat story. It's the neatest story in the game that he goes and, you know, as a 43-year-old quarterback, switches conferences, switches divisions, switches franchises, and gets his team in year one to the Super Bowl and potentially could win it. I mean, to me, that's that's by far the number one story, and it's more more a lot a lot bigger than, you know, Chiefs going potentially back to back or any of that. The Bucks and the Chiefs tonight at six thirty, Super Bowl. So I tell you what, the uh, you know I, I think back, I'm so old, I can remember Super Bowl ten, and now you get you get so far out and the the Roman numerals and it always throws me, you know. So I just think about like Super Bowl ten, Super Bowl thirty, Super Bowl fifty something, uh, but. I tell you one thing, a lot more to talk about on the positive side for Rick Barnes' basketball team this time of last week as we saw the freshman, Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer, sort of, well, no, sort of, well, it, fl- just flash what we all thought they were last night in the second half. At this point half. last week, they were coming off that blowout one over Kansas. It's the midweek game that it was the head-scratcher and the loss to Ole Miss. But you're right, they overcome a 10-point deficit last night to uh, win at Rupp and uh, did it with a combined 50 points from freshman Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer. And it's a different they, level, a different level of aggressiveness last night, especially from Keon. I mean, he really was looking to get his shot, was looking to penetrate, was looking to uh, just create. And then you know Tennessee, you know, mixed in there with a couple other you know you know key co- contributions. I thought you know. Every game is different for Josiah James. He may get you 19 points one game. He may get you 13 rebounds the next or 10 assists. You know, last night he goes double-digit rebounds. And uh, to me, he's kind of the glue. But to to see these two freshmen uh, emerge last night and and do it the way they did it was uh, really impressive. And I I think it's something that people have been hoping would come along all year long. Yeah, I think again, I think it's the way they did it, the fact that they finally got some transition points. I know Rick Barnes had really been pushing – going into that game and really coming out of that, you know, just miserable performance in the second half against Ole Miss, that we need to get some, you know, some let's get up and go and let's use our athleticism. Let's get these guys in the open court and see if we can get to some baskets, you know, going to the back. I tell you, you're right. Keon absolutely attacked the basket. But some of those finishes last night by Jaden Springer, you talk about big boy finishes mm-hmm. where you're going straight at the basket about 100 miles an hour and you got guys hanging on top of you. Once he finished with the left hand, I had a chance to watch the game last night with Tony White, and there were a couple finishes. I looked at him and said, Wiz, you couldn't even finish that. And he said, I don't know about that. But they were big boy finishes. And that's what those guys can do, and I think you're going to see Tennessee play more 
to their strengths. Not that they haven't played to them, but I think you're going to see Rick really take the harness off them and let them go. And you're still going to need Pines and Fulkerson. They scored a combined six points last night. Fulkerson scoreless. Now, he was in foul trouble the whole game. But I still think those you're going to need those guys. You're going to need them to be guys that can get you some points in the paint. But this team, if they can go, if they're going to make a deep run in the tournament and really finish out this season, you're not going to get 27 and 23 every night from those guys. But I think you've got to get maybe 17 and 10 one night, 16 and 13 the next night, and then have Fulkerson and Ponds get you 7, 8, 9, 10, uh, get you 8, 9, 10, 12. If you can do that and really continue to get the two freshmen playing the way they played last night, this has got a chance to be a really good basketball team. Well, and I think that Fulkerson, you know, while, yeah, he, he finished last season strong, I think he's more comfortable in that supporting role more so than being the lead guy. And, and all of a sudden, you know, if those guys ascend and then he is kind of, you know, a secondary option, what a secondary option. And, and, and it takes pressure off of him, you know. And, again, I think Josiah James is as important as anybody because he does so much – that people don't really notice throughout the course of a game, all the rebounding, the assists, the defense. I mean, he came in last night, locked down his guy the last 10 or so minutes in, as Tennessee made that run, and Kentucky went cold. Well, he's, the, he's the, the classic player that can be a huge make a huge difference in a game and take about six shots. Yeah. You know, because he got you 10 and 10 last night, plays much bigger than he really is. He's, what, about 6'6", six, six, yeah. what they list him? Plays much bigger than that, the way he can defend, the way he can rebound. Uh, but you love those players who can take six or seven shots in a game and be really effective. Now, one one scheduling note, Tennessee originally scheduled to play Florida this Wednesday. That game has been scratched, Florida, with uh, you know some, some COVID issues. Instead, Tennessee will play at home Wednesday against Georgia uh, in Thompson Bowling Arena. And then, of course, still scheduled to play LSU at LSU on Saturday, the ball is 13-4, coming off an 82-71 win at Rupp Arena. Tennessee having won now six the last nine against Kentucky, four their last five against Kentucky. And Rick Barnes, the only active coach in college basketball, AP, who has three wins in Rupp Arena against John Calipari. So Tennessee, you know, and, and I'll say this, for the 40 and younger somethings, for the 45 and younger somethings, don't take this for granted because I remember a time when wins in Rupp Arena, in the same sense with Tennessee basketball, just never happened. Oh, well, I mean, when, when Lawson went for 30-plus and got that win up there, I mean, it was such a big deal, um, you know, and that was, you know, over a decade ago. So to, to, to have, you know, the wins they've had, you know, three of the last four um, has been impressive. And, and, and a lot of these wins over Kentucky in the last few years have been where Tennessee has, you know, made second-half comebacks to beat the Cats. Yeah, the way they played the last 10 or 12 minutes, because they really, Tennessee really, for the first 25, 30 minutes, did not play very well. And uh, you just saw the light come on for Keon and, and Jaden Springer, both those guys playing at a uh, at a high, high level. And that, I think that's that's the kind of confidence. And you, you mentioned, I agree with you on Forkerson, but the more those guys can attack the basket and really get stuff going to the rim, the better off Fulkerson is going to be because they're going to be able – because people are going to say, you know what, we're not going to let you attack the basket, and they're going to be able to dump it to him, and he's going to get a lot of good looks, you know, and not have to sort of generate those points on his own or some of the backing into the basket and make the tough shots in the paint. But, boy, I think if you're a Tennessee fan, you love to see those guys really showcase their athleticism and get to the basket. We want to thank Mortgage Investors Group for being our presenting sponsor and helping you bring you the nation each and every week. MIG making the American dream possible. Mortgage Investors Group is excited to help home buyers affordably achieve the dream of home ownership by giving you the home court advantage. This great advantage will allow you to get into that dream home with less money out of your pocket. Now, home buyers will be provided with an exclusive 15-year fixed-rate second mortgage of $7,500, which will help cover your down payment, your closing costs, prepaid, and in some cases, a portion of the insurance cost. This is not just for first-time home buyers. Move-up buyers also may be eligible. Call MIG today to learn more about the Home Court Advantage program. And as a first-time home buyer, applying for your first home loan can seem like a daunting task, but don't worry. Mortgage Investors Group will be here every step of the way. Let our experts help you get started on the path to home ownership. Are you feeling stuck on where to go? 
For any type of mortgage advice, go to MIG's website, MIGonline.com, to chat with a licensed loan officer online and get moving today toward your home buying goals. All right, couple. Uh, looking forward to a couple guests uh, tonight. APG Wojciechowski, a UT alum, and you see him every Saturday during the fall on ESPN Game Day. Uh, covers college football, has covered it for a long time. Actually played, we're going to kid him about this tonight, played was, was once a walk-on football player at Tennessee back during Coach Major's early years. We're going to join, Gene's going to join us uh, next segment, talk a little bit about the state of Tennessee's football program right now, where he sees this program, what needs to happen, and also the SEC. With Alabama coming off again, just a, an unbelievable recruiting class. Do you know every single player, every single player Nick Saban has signed at Alabama that has stayed at least three years has won a national has title? Won a national title. <laughs> Phenomenal. I'm, I never thought I would, would, would hear that type of success over a 13 or 14 year run. Every single player that has played, so not counting the guys who's transferred or, or, or quit or done whatever, but anybody that stayed three years has a national title ring, which is just unbelievable. But can anybody catch, we're going to ask Gene, you know, can anybody catch Alabama outside of Nick retiring finally, which will probably be retired before he does, and, and just sort of where the sport goes? I mean, is it going to stay as top heavy as it's been? Clemson, Bama, Ohio State. Hope to catch up with Gene in the second segment. And then our congratulations to VFL Peyton Manning, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're going to try to catch up with David Cutcliffe, who remains extremely t- close with Peyton Manning. Coach Peyton here at Tennessee is his offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, now the head football coach at Duke. Get some of David's thoughts, some of his best stories about Peyton. Hopefully catch up with David in the, the third segment. All right, uh, got a few minutes left in this segment, AP. Won't you catch us up? Where Tennessee is staff-wise, uh, I guess the the most recent news: T. Martin taking the job with the Ravens. Yeah, T. Martin, uh, coach. his contract ended last weekend. This time last week, and uh, he was hired uh, yesterday to be the wide receivers coach at the Baltimore Ravens. So he's off to the NFL, and uh, will join uh, Derek Ansley, who was off to a, you know, join the Los Angeles Chargers. Jeremy Pruitt, who will join the New York Football Giants, as the latest in uh, Tennessee assistants headed off to the National Football League. And then uh, as far as Josh Heupel's staff, right now the people he has on campus are Coach Halsley, his quarterback's coach, Coach Golish, his tight end's coach, um, Cody Burns, who is, will be his wide receiver's coach. Uh, you know, that's kind of where they're at right now. And then Coach Ellerby, the offensive line coach, he finally arrived on Saturday. So still got to hire running backs coach. Hire running backs coach and then his defensive staff completely. And, and, and we're starting to hear some names. out. They, they, Josh Heupel has talked to a lot of people on the defensive side of the football. He's gotten several no's, or, or not interested, talked to him, didn't, didn't pan out, whatever you want to say, at the defensive coordinator's position. But a new name has emerged at Ohio State, the linebacker's coach there. Yeah, Al Washington, John Bryce, uh, put that out with Football Scoop, our old pal here at the nation. And uh, uh, that's a name that's emerged as someone that Tennessee is uh, heavily interested in and, uh, you know, I believe uh, in deep, deep talks with. Yeah, and, you know, has not been a play caller on defense, but has a pretty – well, has an impressive resume. Has ta- has worked with several Power Five programs. Worked with Michigan the last couple of years at Ohio State. He played his uh, college ball at Boston College, um, but is from Ohio, so uh, you know it has some ties there. And, and again, to repeat, Heupel has talked to several guys. He talked to Orlando out at USC. He talked to the guy at Louisville. I think Brown. He's, he's talked to a bunch of people. I think maybe even some contact with some people in the NFL uh, to try to see what's out there and. Uh, I think this is probably, well, I mean, unless something falls through, I think it probably will be Washington at Ohio State. And then I think from that point, because you want your coordinator to sort of help be able to fill in the blanks with his guys around him as a defensive assistant. Yeah, agreed. And that and that's the thing is like, you know, there's really no, you know, everybody, people on our side, like, what are you hearing on, you know, the defensive position coaches? I'm like, there's nothing out there because whoever they hire as the D.C. will – you know, dictate who they hire as the D-line coach or the secondary coach or whatever. So, uh, you know, got to see who he's going to hire as the D.C. first. I, you know, the first call I'd make, no matter who they hire, is to Rodney Garner. He's available. You he'd know, like Auburn's, he's got a year and a half left on his deal, so Auburn's got to pay a chunk of the money for at least a year and a half, and he would like to be here. And let's face it, you win over Tennessee fans by bringing that back, back a guy that landed Jamal Lewis and Cozy Coleman and Fred Weary and, and, and so on and so forth, Deion Grant. Uh, in, in part of the golden era of Tennessee football, 
and you, you, you establish yourself as a guy with an SEC-established recruiter on this staff. And there, as you said, you're, you, Auburn owes, owes him a ton of money. Which makes total sense. I mean, you're, you're, you are having to pay a bunch of buyouts. Why not take advantage of the fact that Auburn's got to pay some buyouts? So for a change, Tennessee goes from being buyout you to potentially getting a coach that somebody else is having to pay his contract. Did you just label them buyout you? Buyout you. There's remember Spurrier at Florida State. You There's FSU, Fle- Free Shoes U, Tennessee How has become buyout you. On that note, let's take is that our first what break. Told you. No, no. Actually, I got that from Danny White. Actually, the new athletic director, of Tennessee. Not. Let's take our first break <laughs> here on the Nation. He's Austin Price. I'm Chris Lowe. We're at the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. We'll be right back. Texas Roadhouse is your home for legendary food and legendary service. Visit one of their 16 locations throughout the state of Tennessee area. Are you hungry for a great deal? Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than $10 on Mondays through Thursdays until 6 p.m. You can choose from the six-ounce sirloin, barbecue chicken, pulled pork dinner, and many other favorites. Get your game day food, even Super Bowl game day food from Texas Roadhouse. Place your two-go order online at togo.com texasroadhouse.com to enjoy while you're cheering on the Vols. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides and dressings, fresh-baked beer, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas. It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. A lot's changed in the past few months, from how we protect our health to how we work. But for more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. So right now, it's good to know that you have short-term, individual, and family plan options, along with dental and vision, for whatever lies ahead. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Have you struggled with your glasses fogging up when wearing a mask this year. Now more than ever, Dr. Colby Stewart and his team at Tennessee LASIK are here for you. Visit TNLASIK.com or call 865-966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today. Tennessee LASIK wants to help you see the Vols in 2020. Enjoy the world's most refreshing beer, Coors Light, all season long. Whether you're at Thompson Bowling Arena or hooping it up from home, crack open an ice-cold Coors Light, the official beer of enjoying college basketball wherever you are. When things heat up on the court, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This season, reach for the beer that supports the balls. Mountain Cold Refreshment, Coors Light, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, back here on The Nation, Chris Lowe and Austin Price. We're at the Texas Roadhouse in Turkey Creek. and We're going to go to the phone line, very special guest, friend of mine, a former Vol football star, Gene Wojciechowski. Should, should I call you a football star back in your, the early or late 70s when you were playing for Coach Majors? Should I just say football walk-on dummy you you give me which one yeah b b would be the correct answer b <laughs> well gene we certainly appreciate you coming on tonight you, <laughs> you, get, <laughs> you, you see gene every fall saturday on espn game day does a terrific job and 
as I said, a, a UT graduate. Gene, we won't go into your favorite stops on the strip back in your days, but we do want to ask you about the state of the Tennessee football program right now. Here we are, another head football coach, another athletic director, a relatively new chancellor and president. Tennessee sort of trying to pick themselves up from the ashes, probably facing NCAA, some type of NCAA sanctions. From your vantage point, where is this program? What do they need to do to get back, not even to being elite again, but being relevant again? Can't we just talk about Tennessee beating Kentucky yesterday? <laughs> Wouldn't that be more fun? We've already talked about that. Yeah. Well, look, there's, you, can't, you can't draw a happy face on this. There's just To do so would just be ridiculous. Um, the, the program is, has been kneecapped and, and often by its own inability to make the right decisions with the right people at the right time. I, I think what is encouraging about this latest and yet another rebuild is I think they did it the right way this time. Um, you, you know, as I understand it, uh, some real professionals were involved in this, in this latest decision and in this process. And, and that's encouraging. In the past, I, I think some of the wrong people have been involved in that or if they involved the right people, they didn't listen to them. And this time, I, I think they listened for the most part to what some of the experts, the consultants, the people that really have a firm grasp of, uh, of what works and doesn't work, uh, they listened to those folks this time. Uh, is Josh Heifel the sexiest hire in, uh, you'll ever see? No. But that's okay. Um, he, he knows how to coach offensive football. He develops quarterbacks, which was something that Tennessee has been lacking. Um, you know, he has a, um, a, a track record. His teams play hard. Um, it, he's not the most charismatic guy, but, but that's not why you need to hire a football coach. You need to hire a football coach because he's a professional college football coach. And so they got somebody with a body of work. So uh, check that box. Uh, they got a uh, athletic director, and this is nothing against uh, uh, Phil Fulmer, but he didn't make his bones as an athletic director. Uh, Danny White did. So that was encouraging to see. And then to your point about uh, what might happen relative to uh, NCAA sanctions, well, I, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. But I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know Tennessee, the Tennessee football program has a lot of bruise marks on it right now. But those will heal. And uh, over time, if, if they start doing things the right way, yes, they're going to take, take a punch to the stomach, and it's going to hurt, and it's going to last. But eventually they're, they're going to figure it out. And if they show some patience and they, they build this thing from the ground up the right way, Tennessee football is going to be okay. Right now, it's not great. It's not going to be great anytime soon. But if they stick with it, go by their plan, I, I think they'll be okay. Gene, it's Austin. You, you just uh, hit the nail on the head with the quarterback position. Uh, I'm not sure if any Tennessee fan's ever going to be patient, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, they're going to have to. They're just going to have to, Austin. I mean, it, it's just – it's silly to, to do it the other way. You, you've got to show some patience. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. You're right. Oh, no, I, I agree fine. with you. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I've been saying for a while that Tennessee fans needed to be more positive on social media just because it has a direct impact on recruiting. And then, of course, you know, Danny White gets to the, his introductory press conference and is talking about, you know, text a buddy and, and be positive and, you know, all these things that just, you know, probably aren't going to happen but hey we, we, we one can wish right well to, do you want to be a fan or do you want to be a cynic if you want to be a cynic then yes get on social media get on the internet rip the team rip the program rip the hire just rip away go ahead and and but that's not that's not what a fan is you know uh, look this, I, i'm a tennessee alum i live and die with it I hate to see what's happened to that program. 
but I'm still a fan of it, and I'm going to be. And, yeah, they've made some, some critical, crucial mistakes, but I, I'm not going to rip them just to rip them. That doesn't accomplish anything. So if you're a fan out there and you love that program, and I know there's a, I know 95% of the, of the people out there do, and then there's the 5% that, that have to blame somebody all the time, that have to find fault. And, it's, and we need to fire that guy and get rid of that guy, then go ahead and do that. But, but I think they've made some really positive moves here, and I'm, I'm optimistic and hopeful that over time we'll, we'll see the benefits of that. Don't you think, uh, you know, as a fan, don't you think on the whole most fans are going to be most excited next year, more so just to see a different quarterback? If you think about it, it's been a long four years since Josh Dobbs left this football program. Um, with really the same quarterback outside of a few games here and there the entire time, uh, you know. Yeah. So I mean, don't you think there'll be there'll be more optimism, 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 and excitement about a different quarterback just as much as there will be a new head coach? Well, yes, but I, I will say this about uh, Garantano: um, that kid went through a lot. He did, yes. And, and what, was he the best quarterback? Uh, uh, you know, Tennessee's ever had? No, not even close. But I have a lot of respect for that kid who went through, went through hell at times. And, and he kept on picking himself up, and, and he kept on going out there, and he endured. And, and I, I give him a lot of credit for that, and uh, I have a lot of respect for what he did. It, he wasn't an intuitive quarterback. He didn't get better. I don't know how much of that was on him and how much of that was on the coaching staff. But, yes, to answer your question, there will be a, a, another level of optimism when you get a new quarterback in. And you've got a, a head coach now who has a, a record of, of making quarterbacks better and running an offense that, that is more advanced. Uh, I loved what he said uh, during that press. I think it was during the presser. Something to the effect of it's my job to figure out what my, my players can do and then build a system that makes them successful. You always want to put your guys in a place where they can be successful. So, yes, I'm, I'm optimistic about that, too. But, you know, guys, I, I don't know how you feel about it. I mostly just want to see them play hard. I, I want them to uh, – um, was it give, them, give your all for Tennessee today? That's what I want to do. That's step one. And once they do that, I think Tennessee fans who are on the fence – will come around they just want to see a team that's willing to put it out there every week play hard and then they'll build on that well gene man we really appreciate you spending some time um with us gene wojahowski of espn espn game day quickly before we get you out of here i mean do you see any in in sight to the stranglehold that the clemsons and alabama i should say the alabamas and the clemsons and the ohio states have had on college football the last few years no no, I mean, I, all you have to do is look at the and, and take it with a grain of salt, of course. Uh, but if you look at the recruiting rankings uh, year after year after year, those teams are the ones that keep on stockpiling all, all of the great high school talent. So if you have the best players and you have the best coaching, which those programs do, you're going to win. But that doesn't mean a program like Tennessee can't slowly build, get good players, develop those players. They don't all have to be five stars. We've seen that. Um, and, and then eventually get into a place where you can be competitive. So short-term, no. I, Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State and all the other usual suspects are going are gonna to be the ones who make the run right now. But that is going to change at some point. Well, Gino, man, appreciate the time. Uh, you tell your brother Joe, a fellow Daily Beacon alum like myself and you, I said hello, and uh, we need to do this more often, my friend. All right, Austin. All right, Chris. Take care. Have a good Super Bowl Sunday, and all the best to you. Okay. As Gene Wojciechowski, UT graduate, as I said, walk-on football player, coached majors in the late 70s, cut his teeth journalistically at the Daily Beacon over there in Circle Park, AP. Let's take our second break here tonight on The Nation. We're at the Texas Roadhouse. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.
Hey fans, for the best selection of Big Orange merchandise, touchdown at Hound Dogs, locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one-stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Visit them online at hdknoxville.com. At University Eye Specialists, we're proud to call Knoxville home. We've been serving this community since 1935 and have cared for the UT Athletics Department since 1978. We pride ourselves on delivering the most comprehensive eye care in East Tennessee. Eye care is personal to us, just like our community. At University Eye Specialists, we're helping you live life in focus. To learn more, visit us at universityi.com. Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIG online.com equal housing lender license 109111 at first horizon every day is game day whether it's checking and savings accounts mortgages or financial guidance first horizon has a starting lineup that will take care of you and your family in every phase of life with over 150 years of banking experience we have a deep understanding of you and your way forward right coach when your core values are built on honesty trust and the customer experience you've got a chance to be special and that's exactly how i would describe my experience at first horizon the official bank of the vaults Enjoy the world's most refreshing beer, Coors Light, all season long. Whether you're at Thompson Bowling Arena or hoping it up from home, crack open an ice-cold Coors Light, the official beer of enjoying college basketball wherever you are. When things heat up on the court, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This season, reach for the beer that supports the balls. Mountain Cold Refreshment, Coors Light, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Celebrate responsibly, 21 means 21. You're listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of ValQuest.com, presented by Mortgage Investors Group. All right, welcome back to The Nation. Let's get right back to the phone line. Very special guest, the head football coach at Duke University. Knows his way around the University of Tennessee as well and also knows his way around the latest entrant in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that being Peyton Manning. David Cutcliffe, how are you, my friend? I am really good, Chris. Um... I uh, enjoyed seeing. Do I need to get off speakerphone? Am I re- Does that sound bad? No, you sound fine. You sound fine, Coach. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, um, I saw it last night, you know, myself for the first time. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, when all of this was a surprise to Peyton, all set up by um, his wife, Ashley, the Hall of Fame, of course, and then NFL Films. So he thought he was out there doing a um, another Peyton's Place episode, and they were filming. And they told us, okay, you guys are going to walk out of this tunnel, and you walk in behind him, and, and, and I was the first one out, and he said, Coach Cut, you, you go line everybody up and get lined up, and then once everybody's lined up, you can say, hey, we hit you from your blind side. And I told the producer, I said, he is too aware. There is no way. And with his peripheral vision, he's going to see us. He said, oh, no, it's impossible. We looked at it. And I said, I'm telling you, he's different. Well, you saw he immediately turned around. I'm two steps out of that tunnel. And I just chuckled uh, at the producer. And he said, I guess you know him. I said, yeah, I think I do know him. But that's it was a, pretty funny. That's a great story, Cut. You know, you coached him, and I know you guys have maintained a very close relationship over the years. You told me one time, David, that when you went to the practice field with Peyton Manning, you knew you had to be at your absolute best because every day he was going to bring something or he was going to challenge you in such a way that you better have the answers. What's it like to coach somebody like that? Well, he was uh, a voracious note-taker, and I, I kept – notes for him through the years and I just sent all of that back to Denver a while back. Andy Kozar had kind of archived everything and I'm going to tell you it would start in a meeting 
we would sit down and we would start uh, a meeting and then I would get into something. He'd say, no, wait a minute now. Two weeks ago, and he'd go flipping through his notebook, you said it this way. And I said, okay, Peyton, that was two weeks ago. This is now. But he would not forget anything that you said. And on the field, um, I don't think I ever came back in from a practice where I wasn't as soaking wet with sweat in August as he was because uh, it's just a uniqueness of him until something is not exactly right, you're not finished. And, um, yeah, just obviously that type of person makes you a, a much better coach, and he's also a sponge. Um, we have conversations now about things I said to him uh, when he was a sophomore. He called me while he was playing. He said, you remember when you put this, this, and this in? He said, I think I want to get it put in here. Tell me the details. You know, And it just, he he's amazed me his whole career. And I guess I've known him since he was 16 or so, and I think he still amazes me today at his age today. Coach, it's Austin. When Peyton uh, had to miss the time in Indianapolis, was ultimately uh, – you know, they decided to go in a different direction, um, you know, and he started working his way back. He, he came to you at Duke and, and, and kind of, you know, started doing drills, started throwing. You're working with him. Peyton's never lacked for confidence, but at that point in time, where was he mentally? And, and, then, and then how quick did you able to, were you able to kind of just see the old, you know, the old flashes as he worked his way back into uh, – ended up winning a second Super Bowl and, of course, had the uh, greatest season as a quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, it's, it's maybe – I'm glad that, that NFL Films did document some of that. Um, if I had it to do over again, we would have documented every bit of it. So, the, he, you know, he moved into our house, um, and so he was here full time. And he was my night job. I would get through, and he and I may be over there to midnight. But the first time I saw him throw, he was up in Indy trying to get back. And I call. he had sent me a bunch of clips and said, what do you think? I immediately called him. I said, you better quit throwing. You're going to ruin your arm. You're so badly out of sync, and which he did. And when he came back, we, we went in the visitor's locker room he didn't want anybody to see him try to throw. And he could not throw it across the locker room. So his willingness to work was maybe the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But I can tell you this, I, it was hard. He would ask me almost every night we're riding back to my house, should I even be doing this? I mean, is this you know, is this going to be worth it? Can I do I said, Peyton, only you answer the is it worth it um the work ethic i told him i said you you can do it i mean you're the one human being that i would not bet against being able to overcome this and do it we we can get this rebuilt and it was interesting um we went through every phase of, of being a young quarterback from catching snaps people don't think when you're in the gun that that's a big deal well you you have to have your eyes downfield and read coverage. You don't want to recruit a quarterback that can't catch it like a middle infielder and, and feel it with his hands, and he had lost feeling in his hands. And then every every step, I mean, footwork, uh, alignment, and he really learning, he really strengthened his legs, his core, and learning to really kind of throw a little differently. And, and as you said, to stop this long story, he worked so hard, so well, that in the end, he had the greatest season in the history of the NFL with maybe 80% of the arm strength that he had prior to that. And only Peyton Manning could do that because his anticipation of coverage, the intelligence he used to play the game, that computer brain of his. And so I, I got a lot of joy I would get the, the video of, of their games every week and at some point late in the week during our season just for fun, take a break from our world and watch it. And he just truly uh, amazed me, uh, particularly that year. 
David, it's Chris again. You know, I think about all the years I've covered sports, and I think about players, not only football players, but basketball and baseball players who came out with so much publicity. Of course, he's Archie's son, and so much was expected of him that con- that, that continually over and over again lived up to that billing, collegiately, professionally, off the field, haven't had a front-row seat for Peyton. Does it still amaze you at a guy, again, he, you know, it's hard enough to come in and be, you know, Archie Manning's son. He's the number one prospect in the country. You know, he's a guy all through collegiate league, stayed all four years. He goes in the number one pick in the draft. And yet he over and over and over again lived up to that billing. Even now, how amazed are you that he was able to do that? Well, well I, I'm without question, it is amazing. But they they both, and, and, and Eli had to follow that same circumstance. Right. Right. That his brother had stepped in, so I got to watch both of them, and they have a beautiful ability to focus on the task at hand, which is inward. It's about them and how they value their work, uh, how they assess themselves. I've often described it as my mother described it for me years ago. There's a difference between success and achievement. I was upset about not getting an award I thought I should have gotten. And she looked at me. She said, do you believe in your heart of heart that you have done everything you could possibly do to be the best you can be? Forget what other people think. And I said, yes, yes, ma'am, I do. And she said, well, that's the difference in success and achievement. Success or awards or someone else's opinion Achievements being able to look in the mirror and know that you have absolutely done everything you can to be the best that you can be, and it's a whole lot more satisfying. Well, I think somewhere along the way, Archie must have heard that, and Archie instilled that in his children, and that standard is the one that I think most great ones go by. Not that they don't care what people think, they just don't hear it, um, good or bad. And that's the hard part. You know, when you start hearing the, the good, it may be worse than the critical things that you hear. And I've tried to do that as a coach, uh, and I certainly think it is the path that you can use to be a, um, to be a great athlete or a great performer. Coach, you said that uh, Archie passed that along to his boys. Now you've got Arch Manning, uh, which we want to ask you to talk about him because he's a recruit. But at the same time, you've got Marshall who is Peyton's son. How, you know, I'm not saying you're going to stick in there long enough to recruit Marshall because he's not that old. But, like, do you, do you see anything in your time around that young man that makes you think, eh, maybe he's got a little Peyton in him? Because oh, yeah. you know, you know Tennessee fans uh, want that to happen. Yeah, no question. Well, after um, they did all the videoing and all the show and – so Philip and, and, and Don G and Caldwell, those guys were over there talking. Well, Mosley and, and Marshall um, had come out there and hugged their dad, and I didn't want to stand around and talk to the other coaches. I got Marshall and Mosley. They had a ball, and we I'm a kid myself. We went over there and started playing football, and we had a blast. And so hey, Marshall's throwing the heck out of it. And, um, you know, Mosley's taller than him, which is getting to him. She reminded me three or four times she's taller. And I, I said, saw I that know in the Mosley. video, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can throw it too. And I had a blast with them. Then Peyton, of course, telling me, I'm going to turn you in. That's a violation. You working with a, you know, a prospect <laughs> in, in a dead period. I said, okay, you turn me in, brother. That's fine. But, yeah, people should be excited. And, and he's he's got – Ashley and I were talking about it. I mean, he's just his dad. He's got a standard already um, for himself, and he's got that same kind of mind. Don't say something around Marshall that you don't want him to remind you you said it six months ago. So it's pretty cool. Well, David, man, we really, really appreciate your time. And I, I go back. At, I can't believe, first of all, it's been twenty, almost 24 years my first year, I always kid Philip. My first year on the beat was '97, and and that was Peyton's last year. But covering that crowd and covering that era of Tennessee football and getting to know you and being around just so many 
so many good people and so many winners, but it's certainly good to see Peyton go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Al Wilson going into the College Football Hall of Fame in a year or two, two pretty good football players who both in their own way have represented the University of Tennessee. Yeah, you know, I, I told T, I talked to T. Martin recently, and I told him, you know, following Peyton was a difficult thing for T. But I thought he and Al together really made all of that work. They, they were the best crossover leaders, meaning defense and offense, influencers I'd ever been around. And, and what an era. And, you know, my time there was 19 years. Um, really, as good of memories as I'm going to ever have in my life. Obviously, my wife came out of that era, you know, being a Tennessee grad. But we were doing the math. This is bizarre, I think. And she reminds me all the time. We were getting beat this year, and it was a tough year. And she said, you're just spoiled. And we counted up my last 12 years at Tennessee was 119 wins, which is almost 10 a year. And I said, I get you, Karen. I get your point, you know. <laughs> I just hope I didn't use them all up then, right? So right. we'll see what happens. Well, David, my friend, I want to say this on your way out. You way out kicked your coverage with Karen Cutcliffe, okay? Let's get that out there on the record. <laughs> no doubt. And and has a no couple. Of good, have, you, you got a couple of good boys, Marcus and Chris. Is Chris still coaching ball? He is. He's the head coach at Oxford High School. That's what I thought. They won the state championship last year, and they lost it heartbreakingly this year, six A. And they had won twenty five games in a row. He's done a great job building a program. But they'll be good every year there. He's got a great staff and great off-season program, all the things you've got to do to have a good high school program. He's done it there. Well, he learned uh, from the best, David Cutcliffe. All our best to the Duke Blue Devils, and let's hope for a much more normal football season in 2021, David. You you know I'm praying every day, no doubt. Chris, you're the best, man. Take all care. Right. Thank you, David. As David all Cutcliffe, right. Duke University's head football coach, talking about one of the best to ever play the game, Peyton Manning going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. A little bit late for a break, certainly worth it. We'll be back here on The Nation in just a couple minutes. Hey, fans, this season, relax, enjoy, and celebrate with the great refreshing beverages to support the University of Tennessee Athletics. Coors Light Mountain Cold Refreshment that's made to chill. Twisted tea, real brewed iced tea with a twist of lemon. Light and crisp, truly hard seltzer and ice cold to Secchi Cerveza. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Remember to celebrate responsibly and that 21 means 21. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109111. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit MakeItCount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. For more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. And now, in tough times like these, it's more important than ever that we look out for each other. For many of you impacted by recent events, we can help make sure you're protected with quality, affordable coverage that's right for you, right now so you're prepared for whatever lies ahead give us a call or visit fbhp.com to learn more today though this basketball season may look a little different vol fans you can still grab an ice cold refreshing dos Equis for tip off you can cheer on the orange and white from anywhere so whether you're watching the bouncing ball from home a bar a restaurant or thompson bowling arena remember to pick up a smooth refreshing cerveza and yell go big orange because nothing goes with college basketball like Dos Equis. Proud sponsor of Tennessee Athletics. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, back in for just a couple minutes. Uh, our thanks to Gene Wojciechowski of ESPN and Duke University. Head football coach David Cutcliffe. It's been a great show. But, Austin, we cannot do this show without the marathon question of the week. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood marathon station. Marathon fueling the American spirit. All right, Tennessee basketball coming off a big win. We saw what the freshmen did, Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer. Does Tennessee run pretty much everything through them the rest of the way? Yeah, I think so. I think you saw the team take off last night in a way that we've not seen at any point this year. And, again, I think it takes pressure off of Ponds. I think it takes pressure off of Fulkerson. And, and I think these kids can handle it. I think they're used to being the alphas. They were content to sit back and, 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 and defer. But they they play that role very well because that's the way they've always been. You know what? I just looked this up at a break. You know, Keon Johnson didn't have a turnover last night. That's that's pretty impressive. Much as much as, as, he, as and as aggressive as he played, yeah, as much as he handled the basketball, as, as the way he went to the glass. Uh, and I know that was the thing early on that Rick Barnes was really getting on him about. You got to take care of the basketball. If we're going to have you out front handling the basketball. We want you to be strong. We want you to be aggressive. But you can't have turnovers you know, 30, 35 feet from the basket. And that's the thing when Tennessee has not played well this year, they made a lot of those turnovers. You, you can deal with turnovers, going to the glass, trying to make something happen, you know, penetrating and kicking. That's okay. But when you're turning the basketball over 30, 35 feet away from the basket, which, again, I think you're going to see this team, and I know Rick Barnes wants this, get out in transition, run more, and use Jaden Springer and Keon Johnson's athleticism. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think that you'll continue to see that, and and I think those kids can handle it. I think they can handle it tenfold. All right, so, again, a little bit of a change in schedule this week. Tennessee not playing Florida on Wednesday instead because of COVID issues. Playing Georgia. Inside Florida's program playing the Georgia Bulldogs on Wednesday in Thompson Bowling Arena. Thank you to David Cluckliffe. Thank you to Gene Wojciechowski, my main man Austin Price. We'll see you next Sunday right here on The Nation. Austin Price says Bucks in an upset tonight. You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee, making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service 12 area east tennessee restaurants by marathon featuring top tier clean gasoline for peak performance stop by your neighborhood marathon station marathon fueling the american spirit by university eye specialists helping you live life in focus since 1935 and by dos Equis. nothing goes with college football like an ice cold refreshing dos Equis cerveza keep it interessante and please enjoy dos Equis response Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by... Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State for more news on college sports and the SEC. This is The Nation.